Hey guys, welcome to the Fit Town Show. I'm Coach Andrew, and I got Coach Danielle here today, and we're gonna be talking about getting your nutrition mojo back. Um, we're working under the assumption that a lot of you guys have had uh, a tough few last months here with coronavirus, and um, some people have done great during this time, some people have really kept up the momentum, but a lot of people haven't, a lot of people have struggled at this time. So we wanna talk to you guys and talk about how you can get some momentum back, some different uh, strategies and tactics, as well as some mindset things that you can start to implement that might start to shift this momentum in the opposite direction, okay? So we wanted to kick it off with talking about the, the mindset side, because it's easy to look at the coronavirus pandemic and just sort of give it this blanket overview of, okay, everything associated with the pandemic is just bad. It's harder to eat healthy. It's harder to get my workouts in. Um, you know, school's a mess with the kids and work isn't the same. And you can just sort of cast this shadow over everything that you do. And I think with nutrition, it might be different, but it doesn't necessarily mean it's all bad. And then for a lot of people, it might be the best time right now or during this pandemic to get your nutrition under control because there's things that are not happening like social gatherings and parties that would normally derail a lot of people. So um, you want to talk a little bit about that and how you might normally address that and where this could be better now moving forward? Yeah, so I have had a ton of of people reaching out wanting to dial in their nutrition right now specifically just because you know they're getting into their new routine now but a lot of people are traveling for work or do normally travel for work and now they have this time where they're where they're back home or they don't have you know to take food to an office because they are working from home and I think if we can really kind of think about that as a bright spot and really use that to this time to dial it in um, now is the best time to be able to do that. We can really kind of, you know, hyper-focus on it in the short term and then, you know, learn new habits that are really easy to translate into getting back into our normal routine. So I definitely think um, the good outweighs the bad in, in finding your rhythm, really getting back into either getting back into eating healthy or learning how to eat healthy and preparing yourself to go back to, to regular life. Yeah. So. You think about the, the time that's usually the hardest time of the year for people to eat healthy is the holidays. And it's because of how many social gatherings and also emotional side that's, a t that's tied to that time. But mainly it's social gatherings that affects that. And it's one of the things that we hear constantly is like, you know, I don't, I don't, I want to eat healthier, but I don't want to like not hang out with my friends. And how do I balance that? And there should be just a lot less of that right now that can, can allow you to stay in your own lane a little bit and just, just make choices that don't involve other people as much. Um, the other thing I had was just more time at home. I mean, you, you think about meal prep and, and people might have more time at home and it might not be as, it might not feel as good as before. Like they might have to homeschool their kids and that time could feel really messy. But if you think about a lot of meal prep stuff, specifically like oven stuff and crock pot stuff, a lot of that stuff is just set it and forget it. You don't have to be like doing stuff while the oven's going for 45 minutes. You don't have to be doing anything while the crock pot's going. You just have to be home. Right. So as long as you're home and you're not out somewhere, that stuff should actually be a lot easier. Yeah, definitely. Um, it makes it a lot easier. You can just get all your groceries delivered to your house and uh, pop it in the oven and you're good to go. 
So yeah, definitely, even though things are crazy and we're still working and stuff, it's definitely a great time to be able to do that and really use that opportunity. Absolutely. So meal prep all the time. So I want to talk a little bit about the downside of that because I know I struggle with this, which is I tend to eat better during the week than I do on the weekends. And a lot of that is because of more time at home is just a little bit more downtime or boredom. And when that happens, then my go-to might be to reach for a snack or reach for a packaged food or something like that. So do you have any good strategies for navigating that aspect where, yeah, I could meal prep more at home, but there, I'm also hit with those thoughts and feelings more at home. Yeah, so I definitely think, and this kind of goes for now with different times as well as regular life. Um, if you can just get on like a routine with your meals, like meal time, if you can keep that the same as you do on the weekdays, you kind of have that structure built into your weekends. I think that really is a huge game changer. So just staying on that schedule, there's no reason why a Saturday should be different than a Friday besides that you do have some more freedom and maybe you're going out and going shopping or, or whatever it is. But if you can kind of stick to that structure of your weekday eating times, I think that makes a big difference in, in your weekends for sure. Cool. Um, the next thing I want to talk about was keystone habits. And I think one of the biggest ones is workouts and as people have lost that workout routine it's thrown off a lot of other things right they might be working out at a different time of day they might be working out at home versus in the gym or they might have just lost that routine altogether so i think working out is a really big keystone habit where maybe the best thing you need to do to get your nutrition on track is actually just to focus on doing some kind of workout or sweating a little bit every day because you're going to make better choices throughout the day yeah absolutely and i think like kind of goes where you could work out in the morning and that really sets you up for success. You don't want to ruin that hard workout, mm -hmm. you know, after after you've worked so hard, you might as well follow through with it throughout the day and it sets you up to have a good breakfast, which sets you up to have a good lunch and keeps you eating, keeps you hungry. So I definitely think getting it in early is great, but if you can just kind of structure that to have, okay, Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, those are gonna be my four workout days of the week. If you can just always have that no matter what, you're gonna get in those workouts. I think that that kind of helps you at least feel a little bit better. And maybe you're not going as hard as you are in the gym, but it at least kind of resets the system and keeps you a lot happier than if you were just sitting on the couch and, and not working out. So not only does it make you feel better, but from a nutrition standpoint, definitely is gonna help kind of keep that in the back of your mind when it's really easy to sit on the couch instead. Yeah, another big one that I see is actually someone's nighttime routine or sleep um, where uh, a lot of people are working from home so then they don't have to get up as early and as a byproduct they're letting that nighttime routine be a little lackadaisical and um, you know I'm a firm believer that a, a good day kind of starts the night before right if you if you sleep well if you get to bed at a good time your next day is going to start really well and you're not you don't feel like you're starting behind the eight ball so I think another thing that's non-nutrition related but actually might have a huge uh, impact on nutrition is just cutting off your bedtime and getting, getting to bed at a, about the same time every night so that way you're starting the day with a little bit of pause momentum. Hopefully you're well rested so you're making better decisions because you're, you're well rested. Um, I think that's a big one as well. Yeah, when you are getting lack of sleep too, your cortisol levels are higher and that just, there's 
studies that show that when you're not getting adequate amounts of sleep, you're definitely hungrier the next day. So that lack of sleep definitely plays into that as well. But again, I think it all comes back to the structure and routine. We just need that in our lives to, to really keep us moving along in a, in a positive manner. Uh, and then meal prep is a big one. We touched on it before, but I think that's, that's a place that you, you've always thrived with Danielle and, and helped your clients really thrive with of, you know, see that time at home, especially on the weekends to get some kind of meal prep in. Do you have any good meal prep tips or, or ways that you think maybe mistakes that people make with that? Um, I would just say don't cook too much at once. So it always seems fun when you find a recipe and you're like, okay, I'm going to make this and, and make these burrito bowls and I'm going to have that for lunch every single day of the week. I definitely think that, you know, by days three or four, we're getting really sick of those meals. So maybe we're like, okay, I'm going to skip my, my prepared meal prep lunch or whatever and get takeout because I'm over this. Yeah. And I think that that is the biggest mistake is people really try and and overcomplicate that. They want it to look really sexy when it doesn't need to. So I think um, kind of a big thing is just making super bland foods. So maybe that's you cook just chicken breasts or maybe you do a salsa chicken in the crock pot or Instapot. And then, you know, like a plain ground beef. What we typically do is we'll make shredded chicken, just shred some like chicken tenders that we'll bake in the oven. And then we'll cut up or we'll get like a one of the bigger things of ground beef and do a pound of just plain ground beef and a pound of taco seasoned ground beef. So we have like just kind of three staple proteins. And then that way we can dress them up with whatever sauces that we're feeling that day. So same thing, we kind of do that with carbs and proteins. You know, we always have rice on hand and sweet potatoes, but then we also have a couple other carb sources around. If we want to make a big potato that day, we will. Um, stuff like that. So I think if you can think about making making carbs and proteins and having fats on hand, making those in bulk, then you can kind of dress them and, and make them fit what you're feeling that day, I guess, yeah. essentially. Yeah, a lot of stuff doesn't be hard, have to be hard at all. I mean, in terms of veggies, almost every store now has like really good either frozen or fresh pre-cut veggies that, again, if you're going the oven route, literally you just need to throw it on a pan uh, spray it you know you now you have sprays spray olive oil spray coconut oils a little bit of seasoning you throw it in the oven and it's literally 90 seconds of work yes you have to wait 45 to 60 minutes for it to be done but that time can be spent doing something else yeah I feel like if you're somebody who's like oh I don't have time for meal prep it takes hours and hours and I just don't have that pre finding pre-chopped stuff is going to to really really save you yeah. there's pre-chopped everything now so and whether that's frozen or fresh doesn't really matter but that's going to save you time and and ultimately will help you stay successful if you can make it as easy as possible another one that i've noticed with people that are successful is they have one meal of the day that's usually like almost identical and usually that's breakfast because it's it really fits that routine that they have um, and two of our members, Donald and Amanda, uh, Donald still every once in a while texts us a picture of his breakfast. And he started this during our 800 gram challenge from the beginning of the year, which was 800 grams of fruits and veggies in a day. And him and Amanda were getting like three quarters of that in just their breakfast. And basically he has this, this omelet that he makes, which is 
almost all veggies and just enough egg to like hold it together. Yeah. And he's had that same staple breakfast almost every single day. And then even if the rest of the day goes off somewhere, then he's already gotten a ton of veggies in, he's gotten some protein in, he's gotten his workout in, he's got so many things already set up for success. Yeah. So that kind of floats into this next one, which is how can we put in, start to put in some habits that are almost like safety nets or fail safes? What is the foundational things that we have in place where even when we go off track, we haven't really gone that far off track? Almost like, it's almost like bumpers in a bowling alley of if the goal is to stay right in the middle of the lane, when you get off a little off track, that bumper just kind of knocks you back towards the middle. There's only so far because everyone has moments where they get off track, but my off track might be, okay, I might put on a couple pounds. Someone else's off track might be, okay, I haven't worked out in three months and I've gained 30 pounds, right? And I think the difference that I've seen is that people that don't, their off track is smaller is they just have certain things that are almost guaranteed in their life. Yeah. So what are things for you personally that are your sort of like fail safe or bumpers that keep you in line? I think that something that I've learned is to always have some sweet and some salty snacks on hand that I know aren't going to destroy my progress or, you know, set me back super far. And I think that, you know, we can say don't keep any of that in the house, but we have kids, we have, you know, parties and events that we're that we're hosting or going through and we just always end up with less than healthy stuff in our house. So I think that um, not having it around is, is not really totally possible, but having things that you can have in your house that would satisfy those cravings, I guess. Um, and are those things that you, you're saying are more like lower calorie options. So even if you have that thing, you've only done so much damage. Right, so like for us, we do, I always keep like single serving bags of kettle corn that we can pop or regular butter popcorn. So that's not something that I typically eat, but you know, if I have a sweet craving, a hundred calorie bag of kettle corn feels like a lot and it's super delicious and super satisfying. So that's something that we'll keep around. Um, you know, for that. We also do a lot of rice cakes and make like cinnamon sugar essentially with stevia and cinnamon and we can sprinkle that on toast or rice cakes or whatever and that also kind of helps sweet treats. But finding things that are maybe not something that would be in your perfect day but um, could be around to help you, you know, stop and get ice cream on the way home from work. Having some healthier, maybe a coconut milk based ice cream or something, we're really big on coconut milk ice cream sandwiches right now that are 100 calories and super delicious and two of them does the trick for me. So if you can just find things and that are satisfying for you that aren't going to wreck your progress, I think are, are really key. Yeah. I'm a big fan of um, having either uh, healthy options, restaurants that you know you can go to, or in my case, I have frozen meals that I get from a meal delivery company. I order, I think like 15 meals a month from them. So I only get one delivery a month, but they go straight into the freezer. And then I might on average, depending on the week, eat three to five of them in a week. So if I forget to meal prep or I don't feel like meal prepping, my meals at the gym are almost always guaranteed to be a certain amount healthy. And then with a lot of the clients that I work with, who um, can forget their meals and then they're having to eat out, having restaurants that you know 
that you can go to and get something healthy. So that way when you forget your lunch or you don't, again, don't want a meal prep, you have a place that's like, all right, I, I feel like I'm still gaining momentum at the start of my week. And I'm not like, well, let me just wait till the next Monday to eat healthy again, because right. this week's already ruined because of this, this bad lunch that I have. So um, the delivery company that I use is called Eat the 80. Um, we actually have a member and one of our staff, Sam Kirby, that has a meal delivery company that she just started. And then going out, one of my favorite places is CR Chicks. Um, I recommend that people get like the carrots, the green beans, and the rotisserie chicken. And rotisserie chicken in general is just an awesome thing that you can get pretty much anywhere. That's just an easy go-to. What are some of your favorite places for like someone to get lunch during the week if they forget their lunch? So I'm a big person um, on volume. I like to eat a lot. I like to be super full. So I usually go for salad places. I have several salad places that I like to go to um, and maybe places that you wouldn't typically think. But the mall food court has such a good salad place with all the, fresh, all the fresh veggies that you could possibly want. Um, so you like go and you pick your lettuce. They've got every type of green that you could want for a salad base. And then um, just literally all the chopped veggies. And then I add like hard boiled egg. I usually put some feta on there. They have a ton of different proteins. Mm -hmm. Austin gets shrimp, but I really like their grilled chicken. And then they chop it all up. So everything's like chopped up and super small. And then with that hard boiled egg all chopped up, I don't even need dressing. Like it's so good in itself that, um, that is like my favorite thing and sometimes I'll drive all the way to the mall from our house in Jupiter just to go get a salad for lunch. Um, so that is a really good place um, and kind of along with that you can go to Chick-fil-A and make some decent decisions too. Sure, yeah. um, they have all their nutrition facts on their website but they've got like grilled chicken nuggets that are really really great um, and maybe you could get a side salad with that but that's a great way just to get in some easy protein. Um, I don't go there a whole lot, but I know a lot of people that do. Um, Elena, oh, sorry, go ahead. I was going to say sushi is another good one that people can get. And uh, I know Hog Snappers has like poke bowls at lunchtime, and those are a pretty good option. Actually, there's a few other poke bowl places where you can get, you know, veggies, a little bit of rice, and some protein. And you can even double the protein if you want a little bit more at those places. Yeah, I've heard that the Lemon Shark place in Alton is really good. And they actually, if you're not into eating like raw fish, they have a couple like cooked options where you can get like chicken and stuff, but it's a great like fresh build your own bowl. If you can make fresh food decisions, that would be ideal when you're eating out because a lot of restaurants are cooking, you know, with less than healthy stuff. We don't really know what's in there. A lot of it has added fat um, in it. And so that makes a big difference too. If you can keep it fresh, that's, that's great. So there's another place over on North Lake, Elena's has really, really good salads too that are really big and you get a big bang for your buck. Um, so between those two and Onzo, um, which is also in gardens off of PGA, that's another really good mm -hmm. healthy Greek build your own bowl place. But. Um, another one that I've, I've really enjoyed lately is um, having the protein shake that you really like on hand for like when sweet cravings come up. So the current one in addition to the ascent protein that I still take from time to time but my recent kick is uh, sports research that's the name of the brand chocolate collagen protein has a really good collagen protein that's pretty simple basic ingredients 
and um, having that with like a little bit of almond milk. Sometimes I'll, I'll make it more of a smoothie, add half a banana in it, blend it with ice, and that can be really satisfying as night, at night as well. Yeah. If you need to see what that protein looks like, it's hanging on the nutrition board in both buildings. True. Um, all right. Then the last thing I want to talk about was I think right now a really good thing for people to do would be cleaning out their pantry. I think it would be good to give themselves a fresh start um, not just with new eating habits, but just that, that mental clarity of feeling like you're giving yourself a fresh start. And that's not just about getting rid of, you know, the, the, the chips that are left over from a random party that you don't really enjoy, but you reach for from time to time. Um, it's not just about getting rid of the unhealthy stuff, but even getting rid of old healthy stuff that's no longer even good can get reduce the clutter and retain some of that willpower and decision-making ability that you have on a daily basis. Yeah, I also think like there are a lot of great pantry staples that you can keep once you make some room and clear it out of, you know, foods that you can have on hand. Again, you have, you know, your frozen meals that you kind of turn to, but there's a couple of things that we do keep in the pantry that we don't always go for, but if we're in a serious crunch or we forgot to go shopping or Austin ate the last of the meal prep chicken and I'm left with nothing, then I have like these key things and, and little easy meals that I can whip together just from, you know, freezer stuff and from the pantry. So getting rid of it, clearing it out and kind of resetting is is definitely a great way to, to feel like you're really ready and, and yeah. to tackle tackle. Do you have any meal. really good pantry staples? I know one one that comes to mind for me is just like frozen stuff. You know, every place has it now. Trader Joe's has always had a really good selection of that kind of stuff, of, of the different veggies and even some proteins that you can just have that will last forever in the freezer. And that way, if you, if you do get in a bind, you have something available. Yeah, so we definitely, our freezer is always full of a d bunch of different kinds of veggies. We always keep frozen shrimp in there too as like an easy protein, like the, it's already cooked but it's frozen. We'll also, like sometimes I'll roast too many sweet potatoes in a week and then I'll just put them in the freezer as well. But some things that people might not think about that are also really great are canned like meats and mm. stuff. Um, so like, like tuna. Spam. Yeah, exactly. Um, but like tuna and chicken breast, you know, yeah. you can get still really clean and healthy chicken that's, you know, in water and whatever. Sounds really, really gross, but sometimes I'll pop open a can of chicken, mix it with some Greek yogurt and hot sauce and make like a quick buffalo chicken salad. Or same thing with tuna, having those little tuna packets or the cans are really great just to literally mix with Greek yogurt or throw in a sandwich or, or throw with some veggies or whatever that... I think protein is the hardest thing for people to kind of get ideas for, and that's something um, that you could add to your toolbox to, to yeah. stay on track. Yeah, it's like the hardest thing to like whip up quickly. Like you kind of have eggs that you can make really quickly, but besides that, you're, you're probably 20 minutes to have a good protein. So right. having something like a, a canned tuna or a canned chicken, is like if you're really hungry or you just have a busy day, it allows you to like have something ready in a minute. Mm -hmm. And also at Sprouts and stuff, you know, we talk about eating out and, and restaurants you can go to. You can also go to Sprouts and buy like shredded chicken already and it's actually fairly cheap for just, uh, I mean, they're pretty big containers of just chicken and then you can buy like some quick, easy carbs, some raw veggies, you know, carrots and, 
and queso or whatever it may be, they have those good um, cashew queso dips and stuff. Mm -hmm. I know that you're really into, but you know, just as you could go to a restaurant and get a prepared meal, you could also run to the grocery store and get, you know, all the staples and have, you know, two meals out technically or meals that you're not cooking that you're just running in and grabbing just as easily as, as a meal. Yeah. A lot of, like I was talking about the meals that I order, you don't have to order them from a company, Walmart, Publix, they all have these, these meals. I think Publix has them like by the deli section, Walmart has them in like the frozen section. And, you know, you could go for grocery shopping and come away with three meals that are pre-prepped for the week. Right. Um, cool. So we threw a lot at you guys. And the main thing is just trying to build some momentum again. If you feel like you're off track, just try to get one or two things. Um, go back to that idea of the keystone habit. That's individual to you. It's going to be different for everybody. But think about the thing that, hey, when I do this thing, a lot of other things seem to go right in my life with my nutrition, right? Is that getting your workouts in? Is that getting your meal prep in? Is that dialing in your breakfast? Is that dialing in your sleep? Whatever it is, start one or two of those things, move it in the right direction, get that momentum, and you'll start to see a lot more uh, opportunities, and you'll start to just be more optimistic about you know where the success could be for you. So um, anything else that you want to add on this topic? I think that's good. All right, see you guys next time. Thanks for joining us. Bye.